When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Stand by. The vacuum tubes are warming up. This is a special live broadcast. Right here on Georgia Radio. 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 Well, good evening, everybody. Welcome to Georgia Radio. Uh, you're listening to the Tuesday night uh, Georgia Folk and Farm Life radio show, as we say here on Georgia Radio. And with Matt Jolly. Evening, Wade. Uh, and good evening. Good to be on here with you tonight, as always. And remind everybody, you're listening live. And uh, the, shortly after the show, uh, it'll be up on the podcast. And all you have to do is go to georgiaradio.com. If you're on your phone, you'll see a red button with a plus sign on it. Hit that. Or if you see the word podcast, hit that. And it'll take you to the shows. Uh, the Can I say something shows. real quick to all those folks that are you listening started, in yes. London tonight who are just about to tune out? Uh, y'all come back in 30 minutes because we got some fun stuff uh, for you to, with some new country music tonight. I don't know why they don't like hearing about Georgia folk and farm life. They Well, they're, yeah, they're always on when we start the yeah. show, and then we're looking at and they're gone. And but, then they uh, never yeah. call in. I don't. I just don't understand. But uh, anyhow, yeah. we'll talk to you we all in a little while. far-flung listeners. We do. Yeah, that's right. I wish we had some in Ukraine. We might. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, uh, let's give nice. the number out uh, real quick because we've got some Gene Watson tickets to give away tonight, too. Uh, All right, he's, give the number out. Yeah, 678-390-8633. Now, I can hear Miss Susan. She said, you called it out too fast. It's it's on the website. It's yeah, just right there on the website. 678-390-8633. Yeah, but it's, it's posted right there. So you it's the call same number every week. It gets, we keep it easy. We, yeah. It's the same number. This There's is a no fun show tonight. Up. I'm I'm looking forward to hearing your guest tonight. Yeah, uh, and he's a friend of mine, and I'm glad uh, we'll just go ahead and roll right into talking about who our guest is, uh, Michael Bright. Michael's an, he's an interesting man. He uh, he runs the Main Street Market uh, Antique Mall in Swainsboro, and uh, that which is a great place. If you want to go to it, how, how many dealers do you have in there now, Michael? Well, good evening, Wade. Thank y'all for having me. Um, we have over sixty different dealer booths in here now. Wow! And then twelve thousand square feet. Wow! That's bigger than my house. <laughs> yeah, man, and it's filled with antique furniture, my- home decor. You know, uh, arts, crafts, unique gifts. I meant a little bit of everything. And and at an added attraction, the, what the museum, right? Dear. And the Music Memories Museum, as seen That's on right. TV. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Um, as they don't t- well, uh, for those that don't know, uh, Michael runs the, uh, and he has those, all those dealers there, and some great antiques and collectibles. It's amazing. I love, and it's never the same. You can go back next week, and there's new things, new old things there, old new things. That's right. And, and we have our dealers coming every day. And it, it does, and they have some really unique things, and uh, so that's worth it. Well, Michael at one time had a one of the largest Coca-Cola memorabilia collections there in a museum there in part of the uh, Main Street Market. 
and uh, he sold that. He, somebody made him an offer he couldn't refuse, and uh, he didn't refuse. And and it, but it was a. Uh, I, I kind of hated to see him sell it, but then it moved right into. Uh, he took a, on a new uh, venture there, the uh, music memorabilia uh, collection museum that he has there now. So. Uh, among all, besides that, let's also say that Michael is a singer and songwriter. He's a great musician. He's a Southern gospel man and and uh, a, a Christian man, family man. So, Michael, I'm gonna let you talk about the many facets of your what you're doing. You, you're 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 songwriting. You're, you're singing. I know you you do sing in churches and and other venues. Um, and you and you have your music memorabilia. Uh, collection museum going. You know a lot of famous people. You met. It's taking you to a lot of places and a lot of well-known people. I know. So tell us about what what you're doing and what you have done that brought you to where you are today. Here. All right. Again, thank you for having me tonight, Wade and Matt. Um, well, again, I'm originally from Charleston, South Carolina. I'm living here now in Swainsboro, Georgia. I married a Georgia peach who brought me over this way. <laughs> her name is Judy. And she's a sweet. Yes, yeah, she's a sweet. Yeah. And uh, a lot of folks here know her in town. We've been married now, actually, generally first 25 years. Wow. Um, so um, I was singing full-time before I met Judy. Actually, I met Judy uh, at a scene in Brooklyn, Georgia. But uh, I started in country music years ago, singing on the side, bars and clubs, things like that. And someone introduced, actually invited me to a church one Sunday morning, and I gave my life to the Lord, and I felt led that it was time to sing for the Lord instead. And this is in 1995 with Southern Gospel Music. Um, decided to record my own CD. Send that CD out to radio. And next thing I knew, my music was being played all over, not just the United States, but the world. I sent my songs out. And um, I had a song that called It's Going to Be a Good Day. That actually went number 34 here in the nation. Uh, if people are familiar with the Singing News Magazine, I've recorded 11 albums. And every album has, re- has uh, received a AAA rating in the singing news magazine. And, um, through that, I remember getting an email one day from the United Kingdom saying, Hey, Mr. Bright, something's happening over here. Uh, this never happened before, but, uh, your music is charting big time over here. And I said, right, right now something's happened for the first time ever. Uh, you actually have five songs in the top 25 right now. And this is on sunrise radio in the United Kingdom. And eventually two of those songs went to be number one. And, um, and I was told I was the first Southern gospel singer ever in history to have five songs short in the top 25 all at one time. Um, I then started getting bookings all over the United States. I could have went to the United Kingdom. Uh, matter of fact, the radio station invited me over, but I didn't feel led to go that far. And I was now booked about 250 concerts a year throughout the United States. Uh, got telephone calls for uh, Dub Broadcasting Network. I sang on Atlanta Live TV, part of the TBN Network. But what made this a little different from a lot of singers and ministries is um, I never signed up on a record label. I never had a booking agency. I never had a producer produce my music. I produced my own music. I just tell everybody though I found the best manager in the world. His name was Jesus. <laughs> and uh, from there on, it went right straight in. You know, I put him first and started. It just went on from there. And I've been in music all my life from there on. Uh, um, I was in antiques years ago before I found the Lord. And, um, 2013, I felt led that it was time to get off the road full time. There's a lot going on in the world during that time. And, uh, so, um, when I got off the road, then the only thing I knew about was, uh, <clears throat> antiques. So I kind of fell back into antiques and I opened up a little store here in downtown Swainsboro, Georgia. 
and uh, had my own little small store then. And um, then the mayor of the Swainsworth came to me and asked me about taking over an antique mall they had just recently opened a couple of years before I got in, into my own store here in town. And um, what happened was the last manager wasn't quite running it like they wanted to, so they came to me and said, hey, Michael, um, we're going to give you 90 days. If you can do something with this mall, fine. If not, we're going to close it down. Within 90 days, um, I went from 12 dealers to 36 dealers, and by the end of the year, we had the whole place filled. And we've had a waiting list since. So uh, I've now been here uh, as the manager for um, February was eight years. Uh, this is actually nice. owned by the downtown of Bama Authority, the city of Swainsboro. And um, so they're the ones who wanted me to take over. So it's like I'm a contractor to the city. I um, work on commission. And then I have to pay my employees, things like that. And they just told me, hey, Michael, do whatever it takes to make this place run. And it's like my own business. I don't even hear from them. <laughs> Uh, we good. collect the money from the dealers, right? Um, each dealer in here who comes in, we've got some great dealers here, um, wonderful dealers. Uh, they get paid. They pay their rent plus a commission, and they get a check at the end of the month, unless they're renting commission. And um, I get all the contract and the rules for the place to make it run right. And um, so, and in my heart, I wanted something to draw people into the store and Swainsboro. And I started with the Coca-Cola Museum. Um, I worked for Coca-Cola years ago, and that's what got me started in Coca-Cola. But um, then I was offered, but I've always been in music. I had two passions, antiques and music. And uh, so when I sold the Coca-Cola Museum, I had empty walls in here. And I, but I had a, some music uh, items I've already had, it because I started collecting autographs years back in the 80s. Um, I had an opportunity to become friends a little bit for a time with uh, Ronnie McDowell. I don't know if you're familiar with Ronnie McDowell. Oh, yeah. He wrote the song, song The King Is Gone, after Elvis died. And through Ronnie, I met a lot of folks. And um, so I've got oodles of autographs. I've got a photo album here in the museum, people I met. Um, I will never forget the day one of my big 15-minute things I thought was pretty cool of fame, I guess, was um, I was with Ronnie McDowell at a hee-haw taping in Nashville, Tennessee. And um, we were walking down the hallway of the Grand Ole Opry in the back end with the hee-haw, because that's actually part of the Grand Ole Opry, where they were filming the hee-haw show. And um, Roy Acuff come out of his office, and Ronnie introduced me to him. And Ronnie, and all, about the time they did that, they said, Ronnie, we need you on the stage. So I was left there Roy Acuff by myself. So I just said, uh, how you doing? I'm, you know, mentioning who I was, just here in the area. And he said, well, son, have you ever been to the Grand Ole Opry stage or to the Grand Ole Opry? He said, no, sir, I haven't. And didn't realize that when I walked into his office, um, after I got a picture of me and him in his office and everything in my book here, um, he said, let me show you something. And we walked through his office, throughout another door of his office, like a back door. And when he opened up that door, we stepped right on the Grand Ole Opry stage. And, um, you know, during that time, well, no one singing at the time, but he brought me out there. And um, he said, come right here a minute. And um, he let me stand right in the big old wood circle, if you know what we were talking about, where they cut the circle of the wood out of the Ryan and put it in the Grand Ole Opry. And he said, now you can tell everybody, son, you stand on the Grand Ole Opry stage one time. Wow. And I said, well, sir, I got something better than that. And he said, what's that? I said, I'm going to tell everybody I stood on the Grand Opry stage with Mr. Wickoff. <laughs> 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 and uh, so it was really a, a blessing. People I met, a lot of folks. I got oodles of autographs, photos here of people I met. I had met Conway Twitty many times because Ronnie McDowell actually used to open up for Conway Twitty. 
And um, so um, Ron, uh, Conway Tweedy really was, you know, under matter of fact, I don't know if you know, but Conway Tweedy gave Ronnie McDowell his first bus. One of his buses, uh, it was an old bus that Conway had, and he gave it to Ronnie McDowell. So I could go on and on, 30 minutes would tell all the stuff I've been through, but where I'm at now is with the Music Memories Museum here, and that's what we want to talk a little bit about is, is I wanted something to promote Swainsboro. <clears throat> and people said, why a music museum in Swainsboro, Georgia? Well, the reason is, back in the 1950s and 60s, there's a place here that's still standing called the Nancy Auditorium. And Grand Ole Opry store, Webb Pierce used to own the Grand Ole Opry, I'm excuse me, the Nancy Auditorium here in town, and the local radio station in the 50s and 60s. And it's told that Webb Pierce would not let anyone sing on the Grand Ole Opry stage until you first sing here on the Nancy Auditorium stage in Swainsboro. And um, so hundreds of country music and rock and roll singers has performed right here in Swainsboro, Georgia. And one of the biggest things that's happened here was back in 1958, on March 22nd, Hank Williams Jr. had his first appearance ever in front of a live audience right here on the Nancy Auditorium stage with his mother, Audrey Williams. Um, hundreds of other singers, Patsy Cline sang here in 1957 at the age of 25 years old. Wow. It's told that Brenda Lee uh, had her first paid performance now for only $35 right on the Nancy Auditorium stage in Swainsville, Georgia. Um, not just country singers, but you're familiar with the big bopper, Chantelle Lace. He sang here in 1958, and three months later, he was killed in an airplane crash with Richie Valens and Buddy Holly, as they're known as the, the data music guy. So there's a lot of history I have like this in the museum uh, because I was trying to promote the history here in town, preserve the history here of the Nancy Auditorium. And recently there's someone who just recently bought the Nancy Auditorium who was in the process of trying to get some grants and put this on as some markers on the auditorium for history. And we're hoping that's going to work out. Um, you know, I so, went to, uh, uh-huh. Michael, when I was young, I saw the Osborne brothers on stage here at the Nancy Auditorium and Bill mm-hmm. Monroe and, uh, mm-hmm. and a few others, but those who's, uh, real standouts, but yeah, they were some famous people uh, that uh, graced that stage, and I'm glad it's still there. I would love to see it uh, uh, come back and be used again. Me too. I think it'd be awesome. Um, so uh, that's that's what he's hoping to do, that he can get that's, this thing going. So that would really uh, be a good click here, along with the Music Me- Memories Museum here. And uh, right. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. we, uh, Matt. Yeah, we got uh, We got to yep. take just a quick a quick pause here, uh, and then when we come back. We're going to hear some more about that, and we've got a. You got little Conway's attention when you said pause. Yeah, we got. Yeah. <laughs> I saw him sitting there with you. Y'all, hang on <laughs> yeah, just a second. We're gonna we're gonna pause here for a commercial break for the podcast listeners, and we'll be right back after this. All the best country, Georgia radio, everywhere you go. Georgia Radio, everywhere you go. All right. Welcome back to the second half, huh? We're back. Yeah, we're yeah. back. Well, the podcast, we got to, you know, we got to, we got to take a break. We got to pay the bills here. Uh, Michael, there, uh, there right. Bills? There's bills? a few, really? there are a few bills to pay oh, on the yeah. station and that's how we do it. You know, wow. Uh, I'm really enjoying uh, your talk on this particular episode. You know, do you have anything in there from Gene Watson? We've got some uh, country music. Yeah, 
We've uh, got history to make. Yeah. We got some Gene Watson Actually, tickets. I have, that, um, I, have a, I have a lot of autographs and albums, too. I do have an album. The matter of fact, it's Gene Watson's Love in the Hot Afternoon album, and it's autographed wow. by him. And I do have that here in here. And, um, and then other things, most of what I got, too, is like clothing. Like, like people are going to know what I have items in here, such as uh, I have Johnny Cash's original, one of his original uh, soundboards. That was actually owned by Earl Poole Ball and Johnny Cash, which Earl Poole, you know, played a piano for Johnny Cash. And I've got that keyboard. But we got clothing from not just countries. I got, well, I can name, you know, Elvis Presley. I got Elvis Presley here to Buddy Holly's shirt. Wow. Well, and Jimmy's you got, shirt. You got Trisha Key's attention just then when you said Elvis. <laughs> well, Elvis is in. We spoke about Conway. Just recently got Conway's shirt. I got it sitting right next to Loretta Lynn's blouse. Well, uh, you know, Bill Anderson, wow. um, Reba McIntyre, uh, I can go on and on. You can go to our website, musicmemoriesmuseum.com, and see a lot of what we have in here. But um, I'm afraid to Charlie ask what Pride, you got from uh, from Reba there. Uh, you got all Reba, these shirts. I have, a pair, I, I have a pair of red boots that belong to Reba McIntyre. Well, there you go. <laughs> now, that I like. Yeah. yeah. And then there's some real rare pieces I have in here. I has, actually have Janice Joplin's address, a blouse that belonged to Janice Joplin. I have a... From Smokey Robinson to even to these singers like Judy Garland. Yeah. I've wow. got Judy Garland's uh, black. I got Michael Jackson's shirt here. I've got a Tina Turner dress. So it's a mixture of no matter how old or young you are. That's amazing. And you got a favorite singer or favorite song, you want to find something here that you want to like. And even some of the new singers like Blake Shelton, I got a couple of shirts of his. I got Carrie Underwood's shirt. Luke Bryan, I got some leather band. Uh, bracelets that belong to him, to Miranda Lambert's skirt, Keith Urban's jacket. Um, and I get a lot of people say, well, how do you get a hold of this stuff? Is through charity auctions, charity auctions, and a lot of different other auctions who auctions off their states of these people. Um, recently got Patsy Klein's address, which is a rare piece to have. Wow. So, um, I mean, you'll, you'll enjoy it. I mean, there's all kind of pieces in it. Even your, I even got Ringo Starr from the Beatles. Well, we got, some, uh, we got some step-ins from Wade Peebles we'll send you. <laughs> You know, I, we can we can work that out right now. In vintage, fact, vintage step in. Yeah, this. some Georgia that's, folk that's and farm a, life stuff there. We could do a charity auction online, and and uh, and uh, probably people would pay those to be uh, see those disposed of. That's right. But uh, uh, all right, do we have what do we have? We have something to give away. To, we do. We have uh, we have some tickets to give away to uh, the big Gene Watson show, the big big show down in Dublin. Dublin, Georgia, at theaterdublinga.com. You can buy your tickets. Or you can win these tonight, um, and I think we should give. Should I don't know. Should it be Michael? What do you think? I don't know. Uh, I'm. I was trying to think, and I asked uh, several folks. I said, do we want to? Do we want to have a really, you know, difficult trivia question tonight, or do we want to make it easy uh, tonight to give these these Gene Watson a tickets away? Question: If somebody oh, can, no, no, I'm at, what no. do you think, Michael? I mean, you're the you're the music aficionado. Uh, I, I don't Maybe know. Maybe something like one of his songs, like what song, uh, you know, if they, see if anyone was listening to me a while ago and see what album I just had here. Well, that's a good right idea. Now. Yeah. And we, we got a song, you know, <laughs> I, hey, Matt, I was thinking of something that they had, didn't have to, you know, maybe have to do with Gene. Gene. Well, that could but, be something uh, else. Be, what famous country music singer had an even more famous dog named after him? <laughs> had a more. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
<laughs> I, I see where you're going with that. No, you're we're, talking we're, we're, though. You're he's talking listening. about Conway is listening. He's over here with his tongue hanging out. He's he likes this kind of thing. You know, he likes I was watching him up. snuggle up there with you, but no, Gene Gene Watson uh, is going to be on the show tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Yeah. He's coming on neighbor That'll to neighbor. Be a great show. Everybody needs to tune in in the morning. And listen to that. That's going to be a great. Matt's great uh, uh, host. Well, he's just Gene fun Watson to have on. I, I mean, he's yeah, such Gene a nice guy. A good guy. He really is. I, I told him we were setting everything up. I said, uh, the last time you and I saw each other was in the Kettle restaurant outside of Houston, Texas at about 1.30 in the morning. I said, I was just getting off work uh, there at the station. We, and I, played, I had a call-in request show down at the Honky Tonk, the local Honky Tonk bar. We and had, that story he told, it was hilarious to me. Well, we, we had a great – it's going to be fun. We're going <laughs> Tomorrow morning, y'all tune in 10 – are you going to tell that story no, tomorrow? No, we're, yeah, we'll talk, we'll talk about it tomorrow. It'll be fun. But 10 a.m. in the morning. Love in the Hot Afternoon was his one of his big hits, and it was, it was recorded in 1974. You remember the song, Wade? It goes a little sure. like, remember that yeah. starts off here? Well, he recorded this in 1974. From somewhere outside, I hear the street. But he didn't release it, though, until 1975, and... It, the thing about it was it went all the way to number one on, like, right. radio and records and all, all these other charts. Uh, but it was really his first number one big hit uh, that just kind of made his made his career. But he had so many ones. And, you know, he still sounds just like this, if you hear it. it amazing range. And he's going to be singing all those down at uh, Theater Dublin. But uh, I don't know. What do y'all think? Let's just – what do you say we take – the first caller tonight. Yeah. And the first caller is going to win some Gene Watson tickets. If they can call in tonight, right now, they get a pair of Gene Watson tickets. And uh, the number... And to, when, when is the show? When? What? It's, what um, it's Saturday. It's this Saturday. You've got to be able to go to the show. That's the right, only Saturday, thing. what time? What 7.30 time? in the evening. 7.30. Yeah, 7.30 Saturday. in the evening Gene at Watson, the Dublin. Theater Dublin. And we'll take the first caller right now for a free pair of tickets to go see Gene Watson. The number is on the website. It's 678 is the number to call, and you can get on, and uh, we'll do it. I'm watching. We've got a lot of people listening tonight, and I'm just sitting here waiting by the phone. You'd think these things would be flying off the shelves. Wait, I'm not kidding. There's a bunch of people tuned in tonight. Now they're trying to figure out how to dial their phone, right? So we'll just keep yeah, well, on talking. Yeah, on their phone, and then they say, oh, I, I, I don't want to miss anything. That's so right. They, yeah. We got a caller here, and I think we're going to have a winner. Let's see. Good evening, caller. Who is this? Uh, hang on a second. I I didn't uh, <laughs> I didn't mash the right button. You Let's see here. Them. I didn't mash the right button. I, I don't want to hang up on this person. How we? Let's see. Why is this not working? Caller, you're uh, standby. Hello. You're on the air now. How are you, you caller? Go. I had to mash the right button. Hey. Who who are you because you're the I big winner? You. Yeah. Who is this? Sweet. This is Gayla Ruffner from Pembroke, Georgia. Well, my goodness. We're so glad you called in tonight. Can you go to the show? That's the first question. Absolutely. Well, you're going to go see Gene Watson. What I need you to do, though is uh, just hang on the line with me for just a few minutes, and uh, and we'll get all your information. But uh, I'm excited. How long have you been a Gene Watson fan? I, I always, since a little girl, I love 14 carat mice. 
Well, he's going to sing. I think that's the name of it. It is. It is. He's going to sing it for you uh, this uh, this Saturday night. And I I truly appreciate you calling in tonight. Hang with me, and I'm going to let Wade and Michael talk for just a few minutes while you and I have an off air conversation. But uh, we appreciate you listening tonight. Thank you for calling in, and congratulations. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Thank you so very much. You're so welcome. We're glad you're glad you're listening tonight. All right, Wade. Y'all keep talking for just a few minutes while I handle some clerical okay. work here. <laughs> All right, Michael. Uh, yes, sir. We're here, Wade. Court. Tell us whatever you had uh, wanted to say that you hadn't had a chance. That we've got about five, four or five minutes, so go ahead and talk to us. Well, let's just love anybody, everybody to come down and see us again. It's a, um, you, you'll have fun with the antique mall itself, 12,000 square feet, 60 buildings. The, uh, the Music Memories Museum is located in here. Again, as I said earlier, no matter how old or young you are, if you have a favorite singer, favorite song, and you'll, you'll, you will enjoy the music memories you use them. There's items in here that belong to singers from country music to rock and roll to R&B music. Uh, as I said, I mentioned a bunch of them earlier. I have, I have more country than any. Uh, just a few more names from Ronnie Millsap to Trace Atkins to Lori Morgan suit. I have more chestnuts jacket. Uh, I even have a jacket that belonged to Mr. Jim Reeves. And um, and some tell you what happened just sir, not, too, <laughs> not too long ago. Um, I actually had uh, a lot of people not know who Charlie McCoy is. Are you familiar with him, Wade? Oh Charlie yeah, McCoy Charlie played McCoy. harmonica. He he backed up Bob Dylan, Elvis Presley, Roy Orbison, Johnny Cash. He actually, I actually heard him not too long ago speak on the radio, and I, I actually emailed him, and he actually sent me one of his own harmonicas and a signed autograph album off for the that's, museum. He donated to the museum. And I've had quite a few other folks who've done the same thing. Martin Lizney, who used to sing with Paul Revere narrators. You remember them? Yeah. <laughs> Back in the 60s. Well, I Mark like sent you. me a shirt. Yep, he sent me a shirt. So I've got them from the 50s and the 60s. R&B singers, I can say Tina Turner, Michael Jackson shirt. I've got a pair of gloves here that actually belong to Diana Ross. i got boots here that belong to Little Richard. I have a purse that belongs to Miss Rita Franklin herself. So it goes on and on. And then over here, like over. I got, I'm just looking around. I'm here in the museum right now. From Patsy Klein to Leanne Rhymes to Tammy Tucker to Pam Tillis, Holly Dunn. As I said earlier, we've got Reba McIntyre, got Barbara Mandrell. And some of your older folks like Jack Green and Jenny Seeley, Porter Wagner. Uh, so we got, you know, quite a few items in here. And it's just everything. I gotta, you know, what about Dick Flood? Look. You got anything from Dick, from Dick Flood? We need to see Okie Finoki Joe. We need do to. Not. I well, do not. We do need something in here because part of the Georgia, dude, right? Yeah, we need to yeah. get something from him. Yeah. Wade, we've got people listening yeah. from all over the place tonight, and I want to thank uh, Miss Gala uh, for calling in tonight and winning those tickets. She was oh, so excited about that. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. Good. We're going to give away some more tickets in the morning with Gene Watson at 10 a.m. So if you didn't. Uh, get a chance to win those you can call in tomorrow and win some from gene but you're gonna to have to answer a trivia question tomorrow to win them we're gonna make it hard not that hard as long as you listen you'll be able to figure it out i wanted to ask you though what is it is it swananoa you know where that's at <laughs> did i say it right no, I don't. sonoya no not sonoya s-w-a-n-n-a-n-o-a that's a new one on me. That's I a new one on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got several I think folks. They made listening. that one up for the night. They yeah. made that one up. Swananoa. We got. We've got. I think that's how you say. It. We've got some people listening tonight from there. Of course, Ella Bell, Atlanta, Ringgold, Madison, uh, Swainsboro, McDonough, Twin City. They're listening all over tonight, uh, and we're just glad. I, I'm excited to 
to see your museum. And I'm, I'm hoping that Michael, we can figure out a way to have you as a more active participant, uh, in Georgia radio, because I, it'd be fun to have a, a show down there live from the, uh, from the museum sometime, wouldn't it, Wade? Yeah, that'd yes. be cool. Yes, it'd be great. Yeah. Well, what are the hours there, Michael, and the days y'all open in the hours? We are 10 to 5, Monday through Saturday, close Sunday only. And uh, we are on Facebook. We got uh, Facebook, again, it's just Facebook Music Memories Museum. And uh, the website's www.musicmemorymuseum.com. Main Street Market is the same thing. Main Street Market is actually MainStreetMarketSwainsville.com. And we have a Facebook page for Main Street Market. Same thing, Main Street Market Swainsville. We have almost ten thousand people follow us on Facebook, wow. so um, we have a you know good following here. So it is. <clears throat> that's wonderful. Well, we got folks listening in Columbus five, and Kite tonight. Kite. Two, yeah, Kite and even Annadale uh, tuned mm-hmm. in tonight. But uh, we that's just got a few minutes. Uh, I got a dealer that lives in Kite. <laughs> well, there you go. We got a lot of listeners in Kite. I'll tell you that. We there you go. There's a lot of folks that tune in from Kite, but. Uh, we just got a few minutes left here tonight, Wade. Uh, I'll let you wrap things up. I want to st- I want to tell everybody that's listening tonight. Um, Mark Ware, who is a, a Georgia artist, a recording artist, country music singer, and his buddy Brian Martin, who is a just phenomenal country and western singer that's got a lot, a lot of uh, a following and listeners. They're coming on right after this tonight. They're on a cruise ship. I tried to get them to take us with them, Wade, but they said they were busy. <laughs> They're on that new Odyssey of the Seas, that brand new cruise liner. Yeah, big one, yeah. That's They're out playing one. shows uh, this week, and uh, they they wanted to call in tonight. So I said, sure, we'll do it right after right after the Georgia Folk and Farm Life show. That'd be great. Yeah. So y'all stay tuned for that. We're gonna play some oldies and talk to them too. Get us out of here, Wade, and and well, thanks for it, coming it, on tonight. Yeah, thanks, Michael, and thanks for everybody listening. If you came, if you're listening tonight from Kite Meets Lied, Ennis, Tom Hodo. People's Crossing, any of those communities yeah. <laughs> that most of that a few people are just laughing right now because they're familiar with those little places. <laughs> you, no matter where you're from, we're glad you're here. Join us on Facebook or Georgia Folk and Farm Life. Listen to the podcast. Listen to the great music, country classic every day, 24-7. Good news, good entertainment. Matt and friends on so much more on Georgia Radio. Thanks, Wade. Thank and y'all tune in tomorrow morning. Thank you at- for having me too tonight. Appreciate everybody. Thanks, Thank you. Come back tomorrow morning. We'll win some more Gene Watson tickets with Gene Watson himself tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. That's going to be fun. Thanks again, Wade. Good night, brother yeah. Wade. And, and adopt a pig, right? Yes, we got yeah, adopt a pig. Pig of the we, week. We forgot pig of the week. Wallow in the woods. Pig sanctuary. <laughs> need your help. Scott and Don Baker and the little piggies. They need your help. Help them. All right. Y'all stay tuned. We got Mark Ware and Brian Martin coming up next. Georgia Radio. Everywhere you go. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.